0: Welcome to the BitLichet Podcast. I'm Kyle Ficchetti alongside Brian Campbell and Alex Delvecchio. And it's going to be another winning week for all three of us. We all hit three and two on the week. Uh, Obviously up units. Uh, We're just on a hot streak. I guess you could compare us to like that, that hot NFL team that's getting hot at the right time, going into the playoffs. We're starting to pick up our steam right at the right time. Uh, and that speaks for all three of us. Uh, we all hit our <clears throat> bets again last week. Um, Campbell, you are up plus 19 on the year. Alex plus 13, and I am up plus 28. Uh, again, I'll hit the best bets. And I want to kind of go around the, the table here to review week 16 uh, before we go on to week 17. And um, we're going to start with Alex because he was a little upset that we didn't start with him last week. So we're going to (laughs) start. I'm so honored. (laughs) And uh, why don't you tell us about your your picks last week and how you feel like you did. You know, I I mean, I got one game
1: so wrong early. I got the Saturday game very wrong. I got the um, because I like the cards over the Colts. So I thought, oh, it could be a tough week. You know, who knows how this is going to go. Then Sunday, everything pretty much started to just go chalk. You know, there was – um, just, the, the, it's, it's starting to be very bad weeks of NFL. And they're bad when there's not really a lot of upsets anymore. And it just feels like, you know, the, these games are getting really, really bad. But that means they're predictable. So – you know, was really happy with the Raider game that went exactly how I thought it was going to go. Can be, I just can't believe anyone would ever think otherwise. The uh, the um the Giant game, I was on the way wrong side of the Cardinal game, I was on the way wrong side of. But you know, still to go three and two. Um, you know, I, I avoided the Monday night game, but I would have liked the Dolphin game to have been on Sunday, because then I probably would have gone four and one and subbed out one of those two losses for them, but. In the end, i feeling feeling good on a heater. You know, when you're plus 13 on the year and you're in third place, it's starting a, a pretty good pod here. You know, I hope people are listening.
0: I, I would say so. We're definitely getting hot at the right time. And uh, it's definitely a time to follow us as opposed to fading us. Uh, winning week for all three of us. Um, good picks. Good unit selection on your part as well. Uh, hitting your best bet with the Raiders. Hashtag, hashtag uh, Drew Locke. Um, yeah. So go on to uh, – uh, by the way, th- just speaking about the Browns, that was that was a great uh, play on your part. I did lean Cleveland as well, but th- that entire game, it it, it it never seemed in doubt. Even we kind of knew subconsciously probably the Packers were going to pull that out, but I mean you got to think if Baker Mayfield doesn't throw that game away with four interceptions, they're they're going to win that game outright. So again, we talked about Green Bay. Like I, I'm not liking the way Green Bay's playing right now, and eventually it's going it's going to bite them. I don't know if it's going to be this week against Minnesota. Uh, with Minnesota kind of you know playing their hearts out the past few weeks, um, tough tough spot for them. But you know you want to be hot going into these playoffs and not kind of peaking earlier in the season. Like it, it happened with Arizona, uh, it might be happening with Green Bay now. But um, I guess we'll see what happens uh, going into the playoffs. Uh, Campbell, I, I actually I actually forgot that
1: Cleveland was one of my teams. I, I was all over the right side of that, you know, because if you cover that with what four? We were minus four in turnovers. I mean, it shows we were on the right side of the game all the right. way. It's just, you know, I mean, all those turnovers happened, and we still covered. We still won the bet. So, no, I that was a good game. Um, you know, I'm not sure you'll be able to trust the Browns the next two weeks. We'll see. But uh, no, definitely uh, definitely enjoyed being on the right side of that one.
0: Yeah, I was looking at that Broncos Raiders game as well, and um, the Raiders lost the turnover battle in that game three zip. And they still won the game 17-13. So that's another situation where, you know, it's the right side. You know, when a team could overcome those kinds of turnovers and still win the game, let alone cover like the Browns did, um, that's probably a team you want to, you know, think about backing uh, in the future. But, um, yeah, good week, Alex. Uh, Campbell, winning week for you as well. Uh, yeah. Best uh, Bengals, you, you got the best of the number there, being that 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 Raven-Cincinnati line closed at seven. Um Excellent job uh, getting the Bengals there. The the quarterback news uh, didn't come out at that point with uh, um, the – what's the the backup to Lamar Jackson that's escaping my name, Tyler Huntley? Huntley. Yeah. So, um, easy. That game was never in doubt for you. Uh, Talk about your uh, picks from last week.
2: So, went three and two on the week. Um, Three wins. uh, Cincinnati, never in doubt. I I know we see – we see, we see the Jets game differently, but I felt the Jets had that game in hand the whole game. And then the Colts, I mean, the Colts line just was wrong to me. I didn't think the Colts deserved to be an underdog in that game from the get-go. So I, I was right on the right side on all three of those games. The Denver game, I mean, 13 points off of turnovers in the first half and couldn't do anything in the second half and Still only lost by four, and that game could have gone either way. And the Pittsburgh game, I was just completely wrong on. Um, Kansas City came out to play. Pittsburgh couldn't even keep it close. I mean, when you got a double-team Pringle, you know your defense is in trouble. So uh, that was just a wrong call on my part. But uh, three and two plus nine on the week, Uh, uh, my teaser – uh, Chargers, I didn't see that one coming at all. Laying an egg against the Texans uh, cost me my teaser in that one. Uh, the Eagles obviously were a good pick, but Chargers, man, that was a game they could not afford to lose, and they went and totally got destroyed.
0: Yeah. I tell you, do, the,
1: do, do the Texans have a quarterback? Guys, um, he's, he's looking pretty good.
0: He's certainly playing better than a lot of the rookies that were thrown out there uh, this year um he's kind of flying under the radar we have to look at the level of competition though too i mean we know about the chargers defense they really struggle against the run they struggle against the pass um that's why i only put two units on the chargers uh last week i thought they could overcome the the injuries or the covid situation with Eckler and joey bosa out but that proved to be too much mike williams was out as well um just a bad bad handicap on my part just way too many Uh, injuries to key players even against a bad team like houston you would think that the chargers would be over to overcome a situation like that but um a huge downgrade to the chargers uh, after that double digit loss to the houston texans um yeah that nobody saw that coming but um at least it was only a two-unit play and at least pittsburgh was only a two-unit play for you too Cameron. right um i think that's a good example here because i I think i mentioned last week that I, i i I took a um, a bet with Steelers plus 10 right before COVID news came out with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And I, I cashed out after uh, a few days uh, hearing that Hill might come back. And I just wanted to get off of the Steelers side. But you hear a lot of the times you want to get the best of the number, right? Oh, you have plus 10 <clears throat> instead of plus 7.5. Well, if it's the wrong side, those 2.5 points probably aren't going to matter. That's great. You got plus 10, but they still lost by – you know, 26 points or whatever it was. Right. So sometimes the best of the number really doesn't matter if you're on the wrong side. So if you have that intuition to, to cash out and you have that option, um, I, I would go ahead and do it. Cause that could save you some, some cash and you could put those resources into another bet. Um, anything uh, to add on your uh, uh, picks from last week, Campbell, you want to talk about the Jets Jaguars game at all or you're good.
2: I mean, the Jets Jaguars game, Jets, uh, Jets seemed like they were allergic to points going for it on fourth and goal multiple times one time running a fake field goal option like you take the points in some of those situations like one when you're up 1 make it a 4 point game like I don't know what they're doing leaving so many points on the board and they were still able to hold on at the end it got dicey at the end but oh. you're able to pull that one out
1: that would have been loss of the year because, who was, was it? Was it Mosley? Someone had the ball in their gut and could have intercepted it. Yeah, it was, was CJ Mosley. Right yeah. through his oh. hands.
2: And the guy catches it at the one-yard line. Yeah, yeah
0: I, that
1: could have been a bad
0: one. Find me a better uh, clock management situation than the Jaguars did on that goal line uh, situation at the end of the game. Did you see how they spiked the ball? On third and goal with thirteen seconds left. You're, oh yeah, You're, that was you're telling me you can't, you can't do a quick slant, or you can't throw a fade in the corner in the end zone and get another play in. I mean, that was just horrible um, clock management by, by the uh, coaching staff on the Jaguars. But I guess that's that's to be expected with Jacksonville. You know, they're playing with, uh, with, uh, with an interim head coach and with a uh, inexperienced quarterback and lack of talent. Uh, so just. What I- a- I felt like I was
2: at times watching like a pickup game. Like early in the game, it was second and goal. And the Jaguars had the ball at like the three yard line, and they came out in four wide with an offensive lineman and a defensive end line to at wide receiver. Like, <laughs> are we taking this game seriously, or are we just going out there to look like we're having fun? Like, no. is this the NFL, or is this a backyard pickup game?
0: No, that's very, very true. Uh, Jets outgame the Jacksonville Jaguars in yards per play, 6.3. That might be a season high for the Jets uh, compared to Jacksonville's 5.4 yards per play. But it's weird. Watching that game, like, both teams were moving the ball with ease. It really just came down to, you know, the Jets got that um, that kickoff return for a touchdown, and then Zach Wilson with that uh, Michael
2: 54-yard touchdown, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean <laughs> – that, that game is just uh, its the Jaguars and the Jets. I mean, it's to be expected, right? You're probably never going to see that kind of run again from Zach Wilson in his, in his entire career. But, uh, yeah, 27 first downs for the Jaguars as well. The 18 first downs for the Jets and you lose the game. That's, that's pretty bad. Uh, all right. But it wouldn't be the uh, Bet with Jet podcast if we weren't talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars for 10 minutes, right? Right. Yeah. So this is what we do. This is what we do. Uh, Like what Tobey Maguire said in Spider-Man, it's what we do, right? Mm -hmm. No spoilers. Okay, we're gonna go on to my 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 picks really quick. Uh, Buffalo, uh, that was a great play. I wish I would have put more units on it, but uh, nice revenge game for the Buffalo Bills. And I mean, you look at Buffalo's schedule for the next two weeks. um, That division's locked up. You know, playing uh, um, who they play this week, Uh, Atlanta this week, and then after that they play another dumpster fire team in the jets uh both in buffalo so they win those two games they win the afc east and that forces uh new england uh, to go on the road in the wild card round so buffalo has a lot of motivation to play well these next two weeks just to lock up that division because you got to think new england is gonna um, be competitive in these next two weeks considering they play jacksonville this week and then they play miami the week after that depending on Uh, What happens with Miami this week, that game might not mean anything for Miami. So uh, interesting to see what happens there, Uh, but glad to have Buffalo. Uh, We talked about the Chargers and and the Cardinals, obviously. Uh, Just it it seems like they're sleepwalking through these games. And it's concerning motivation-wise with Arizona being they locked up a playoff spot. Now, they could still win the NFC West if the Rams lose one out of their next two and and the Cardinals win out, but I don't know how likely that is. Uh, And the Miami... You know, we got lucky there. I can compare that to, to uh, Campbell's best bet uh, with, with the quarterback news that came out uh, with Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon. So we got lucky there with um, the greatest quarterback of all time, Ian Locke. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ian, it was a lock that that game was going to hit, but Ian Book.
1: Yeah, you got your shitty quarterbacks from last week mixed up there.
0: That's very true. And then, um, you know, thankfully we hit on that under. Uh, came down to the last play of the game. I don't know if you guys saw that. But uh, there, um, Sam Darnold was trying to score the last play of the game, but um, Tampa Bay defender knocked it down and kept that. It would have been a push because uh, it was the last play of the game, so they wouldn't have kicked the extra point. But glad to get those extra five units. And then the teaser hit as well with Philly and Buffalo. All right, guys, card-wise, Week 17, what are you thinking? Likey? No likey?
2: No likey at all. I think it's... A bad card. I think it's a lot of overinflated spreads. Um, a lot of bad matchups. <laughs> Just not a very appealing week of football.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, mean, what you're seeing. What... Sorry. Oh, you're good. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, like, what you're seeing from a lot of these spreads, you could tell that, you know, the books are trying to make themselves teaser-proof. So to me, it's like they've gotten so out of hand, right? Like, is Buffalo a a 14-and-a-half point favorite against Atlanta, all things considered? Probably not. But Vegas doesn't want everyone pounding the teaser and getting an easy one. So that line is just crazy inflated. And that's in three different games, I think. We've got massively, massive spreads in the NFL. And I just think it's all about them trying to protect their teasers while um, knowing that most people aren't going to take the – You know, most people don't take the points anymore of these big games. Damn.
2: I just noticed one of the lines of the games I was going with just in the 10 minutes since we've been doing the show has gone down a full point already.
1: Is that a good thing for you or bad? Bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you're right, Alex. I mean, a lot of people like to do those three team 10 point teasers. I mean, you really can't even do that with a lot of these games, you know, in terms of what what you're paying for and, and your, your your value with buying those points. I mean, even if you tease Buffalo by 10, you're still not getting under a field goal. Same thing with uh, with Tampa. They're kind of hovering around that 13, 13 and a half uh, mark. And then you look at New England. You know, everybody knows New England's going to be angry. You know, Belichick. But you want to lay 15 and a half with the Patriots offense. I, I'm not confident they could they can cover that number, even against a team like Jacksonville. And, Historically, those double-digit favorites have done very, very well, very profitable. But can does New England have the offensive firepower to get separation like that? You know, even if Jacksonville's down by three touchdowns, they get backdoor it. You know, uh, I don't know. That tough, tough week for sure. All right, so let's uh, let's go to uh, let's go to our picks for this week. Uh, oh yeah, I'm going to start if that's all right because I, I uh,
1: unbelievable.
0: Uh, well, you know, I, I think this is the first time that I've gone first. Come on. Yeah, it is.
1: First, time, first time ever. So, which means which means, this game you really like and want to snipe from us. I like it.
0: No. Well, I mean, this is the first time I think any of us have done this, but I'm going to double dip in the same game. Okay? So, I'm actually getting <clears> two of my picks out of the way. So, it, it might help to speed things up a little
1: bit. Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, I'm going to go to the Miami Dolphins at the Tennessee Titans, and I'm going to be looking okay. at a total in this game. Uh, I'm going to do the side first. I'm going to lay the three and a half points with the Tennessee Titans. I think it is an excellent spot for them. Um, You have Miami coming off with a short week. And let's be honest, if it's anybody but Ian Book playing quarterback against the Saints, I don't know if the Saints win that game. Um, You look at the level of competition that Miami's had on this winning streak, uh, not very good. I think this is a step up in class uh, for Miami. And I think you know Tennessee, like they're not getting any credit for that win last Thursday. I mean, they beat a hot San Francisco team. I know it was on a short week, but I feel like they're not getting any credit for that win. I mean, that's a huge, huge win. Everybody was talking about San Francisco, they're going to be the team to you know that you don't want to play in the playoffs, and they might when they may go to the Super Bowl. You know, oh my god, but Tennessee, they won that game, you know, on a short week. It wasn't, it was at home, but. I think that's a huge upgrade for Tennessee being that, you know, they still don't have Derrick Henry. Uh, Julio Jones was injured in that game. A.J. Brown was a beast as usual. And this offense is completely different when A.J. Brown is on the field. So I think Miami's run ends here. It was a nice little Cinderella story. Uh, I don't think they're going to get to week uh, 18 uh, with a playoff spot on the line. I think this is where it ends. Uh, I think Tennessee starts to heat up a little bit going into the playoffs. Uh, if you want to buy low on them right now before they, de- before they get Derrick Henry, I think that would be smart. But um, I would like to get three here. It was at three uh, earlier in the week. But um, I, you know what's interesting? Uh, during the Miami-New Orleans game, the line moved from three to three and a half. So even with Miami winning by double digits, you know, something wasn't impressive to you know the, the, the people that bet early in the week with the Dolphins, the fact that that moved across a key number it went to three and a half. So I would like to get three, but I'm going to take three and a half, or I'm going to give three and a half with uh, Tennessee Titans. I'm going to put uh, five units on Tennessee, and then I'm also going to go to the under in this game. Um, I'm seeing 40 and a half. Uh, I think there are real problems with the Miami offense. Uh, I think the Tennessee defense is a little bit uh, underrated right now. Um, you're looking at, um, DVOA ratings for the Tennessee defense, uh, 10th against the pass and they're kind of middle of the pack against, um, the run, but I think it's going to be hard for Tua to pass on this, on this defense. You look at Miami offensively 23rd in pass DVOA 30th in run DVOA. So, you know, we saw the struggles that Miami had offensively against the saints and the saints quarterback play was so bad that eventually that defense just got tired and Miami did enough to win the game. Uh, not to mention they get a pick six on the first pass. So um, I think Miami's going to have some offensive struggles in this game. So I'm going to take the under uh, 40 and a half, and I'm going to put four units on the under thoughts.
1: Do
2: you want to start Alex? Cause I have a play on this. game. This was,
1: this was, I, I don't, I thought, I thought this was the hardest game on the card. Like I thought, you know, this is one of the few games where you know you have a hot Miami team, really good Tennessee team, and the spread was low enough. So I, I you know, to me I just I thought it was a clear stay away. This I is said fe- it was pretty convincing. What do you think?
0: This is free money.
1: See, free I, I, money? Almost, I almost put 10 made on it,
0: brother. <laughs> I almost
1: made this game my best bet.
0: Oh I, okay. I almost did. And you know
1: what? You can I know Camby. I know, I know Camby. It.
0: He's playing you know- coy. He, he's
1: play, he, he's withholding who his pick is picking. I'm
2: I'm, I'm taking the Miami Dolphins <laughs> plus three and a half yes. for seven units.
1: Yes. I mean,
2: you look at Tennessee. Tennessee in their last five games, two and three, have not broken twenty points in, in the last five weeks. You look at the Dolphins since their winning streak uh, started. They have yet. uh, They've only given up over 17 points in the game once in this whole streak. This is a game tailor made for Miami's defense. Miami is going to come out and put the hurt on Tennessee this week.
0: Oh, I'm so glad I went first. This is going (laughs) to week 17. Just turned into the best week of the season. Let's go. I'm I'm getting
2: over. I'm getting over a field goal in this game. Easy, easy
1: money. Easy money. Easy, Seven years. Easy money against Tennessee, one of the best teams in the AFC. I love it. Yeah. Easy
0: money. Are you gonna take easy the- money? Oh, no. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I, not, I don't. I don't, t-
2: I don't touch totals usually.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Oh, head to head on the first play. I mean, th- this oh. is this is good because we something's got to give here. I mean, you know, these next two weeks are gonna determine um, who's gonna come out on top. I think we should kind of reset everything for the playoffs. Yeah,
2: yeah I do too.
0: Okay. All that right. makes sense. So the championship's gonna be decided here. Wow. Okay, so seven units. So that's not your best bet.
2: That's not my best bet. It almost was, though. That was almost my ten point that my ten unit best bet.
0: But... Ooh, boy, a lot riding on the Tennessee Dolphins game. Who would have thought? Okay. Well, now we got uh Campbell's first pick out of the way. Alex, first pick, week seventeen.
1: Okay, a team I'm gonna a team that's been very kind to me since early October. And I'm just going to keep this train going. This is going to probably going to become my weekly pick. We'll call it the weekly Kansas city chief pick. I'm going to do the chiefs. I'm going to lay the five. Got no problem with it. Cincinnati off, obviously their best game of the year. Um, Kansas city is a freight train. I mean, Kansas city is the best team I think in all of football. I think they're playing like it. I think last week to put the beat down on the Steelers, they did with all the COVID issues they did. It was really impressive. Um, going on the road. Don't really worry about a letdown. They want the bye week. They want it all. They want, um, you know, they, they want to be playing their best ball now. And you see Andy Reed a lot. Like I remember him on the Eagles. Like he used to just go like, you know, 15 and one over four years in December. He's just a great December, uh, January. I'm sorry. In the final four weeks. But, um, you know, the chiefs are rolling. I'm going to ride it here. Going to go seven units on the first one, seven. So I'll go seven units, lay the five with Kansas City. I don't think the Bengals are ready for this game. I, I think the Bengals are riding high off last week, and um, I, I just I really love Kansas. City. There's a couple teams I'm going to be riding these final two weeks, and Kansas City is absolutely one of them. I think I think this is a good one. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I not... have a play on this game too.
0: Oh, go for it! And he's going, he's fading me. I know it. Oh.
1: I know he's fading me. Do it! Hit me with the fade.
0: I think he has key. I,
2: I am taking five units on this one. And I'm yeah. taking the Kansas City team oh, okay. yeah, I, 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 to
1: find this rock. I was like, like Bengals don't feel like it can be played. <laughs> not,
2: Bengals are not a play after the week they had last week. No, no Bengals. And Kansas City, I, there's no stopping them lately. I mean, they could put me out at wide receiver and Mahomes would find a way to get me 100 yards. Like... I just don't see how the Bengals defense is going to be able to stop the Chiefs' offense. Uh, I don't think Bengals' offense can keep up the pace with the Chiefs. And I think – I mean, I I can see this being a three-score game, honestly. When the Chiefs get down, they really, like, lose.
1: Strikes me is the kind of game, too, where the Chiefs are going to get, like, five or six sacks on Burrow, doesn't it? Like, it feels like one of those games. Because Burrow sometimes, you know, he can get he can get sacked a lot in games once he gets hit early. It feels like one of those.
2: And Cincinnati is not really known to be the consistent team this season. Like, they have a yeah,
1: so. great week, they have a bad
2: yeah. week. They have like, a great week, they
1: have a bad week. Next year will be the year to hope to
0: see consistency out of it. It's a bad matchup for the Bengals. I mean, looking back on DBOA, the Bengals' defense, pretty solid against the run, surprisingly so this
1: guy is so into his DVOA, it's yeah. amazing they they you take they a struggle. shot every time he says it
0: yeah they they struggle against the pass uh cincinnati does i mean they are uh oh i'm looking at offense uh defensively cincinnati's 22nd against the pass and the Chiefs are fourth against the pass and they're and uh you know so there is an advantage uh, in the passing game so i expect mahomes to have a a big day, and look, like you guys said, you know the Bengals—they played their Super Bowl last week. You know they pretty much locked up that division, although it's not set in stone yet. They still have surprisingly all the teams in the on in the division are still alive. But I mean Cincinnati, this is what they've kind of done all year. They get that big win, and then the next week you fade them, and they they have a letdown. So um, it, it's a tough spot because you know you you got to get up for the Chiefs, right? Whenever you play Pat Mahomes in Kansas City, you're going to get up for that game. But I just don't think the Bengals are ready for for that type of win yet. You know, they're yeah. they're 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 a young team. They've showed some good promise this year, but I I don't think they're ready to take that step. Um,
2: yeah, I mean they, they got they got the win they needed last week. They have a full game lead over the Ravens with two to play, and they won both head-to-heads over the Ravens. So they're sitting pretty in the division. Ravens got another tough matchup this week. Uh, I think they're playing the Rams this week. Um, so I mean they. No, they have a tough matchup against the Chiefs. I could see this being a game that they kind of are chalking up to look ahead to the finale against the Browns next week and make sure they close the division next week. So I, I could see this being a game that can get away from the Bengals real quick.
0: Yeah, and, and hoping this doesn't happen, obviously, but the Chiefs have a lot to play for. They want to lock up the first-round bye, and they can lock that up this week if they win and this other situation I don't think it's going to win but if the Dolphins beat the Titans then the Chiefs will be the number (laughs) three and that last week anything so Chiefs have a lot to play for and I like how the NFL has kind of repositioned these games to where teams don't know their situation until they play as opposed to before where they kind of know and they either you know they just don't care about the game or they're not putting out a lot of effort so uh, Kansas City, they're going to go into that game, you know, thinking that they have a chance to lock up the, the first round bye. And that, that's a lot to play for. So, yeah, I don't want to get in front of this Kansas City freight train. So I lean Kansas City as well, but uh, no official pick on this for me. Um, all right. So, since Alex I. Used... might as well go number two. Yeah. You both did two already. Yep. Alex, you're up. Number two.
1: All right. It's time to bring him back, folks. Double it's digit. been a while since double digit Del Vecchio. Has reared his head here. But we got some wood to lay, and I'm gonna lay all of it. With the New England Patriots on the biggest spread of the week. Wow. Lay the wood. I like New England here. I love the Patriots. I hate the Jaguars. I think the Patriots will uh run the score up when they can. And I obviously detest Jacksonville. But it's also a um it's a Belichick play. Like Belichick plays through the through the end. So if it is questionable in the fourth, you know, they're still gonna try to score. And, you know, the Pats can run it. I think their defense is going to show up and turn Trevor Lawrence over. I um, I really like the Patriots next week. I think it's going to, you know, it looks like a blowout. Vegas is begging you not to lay the 15. So I'm going to go ahead and do what Vegas doesn't want me to do. I'm going to lay it all. Lay the wood. New England. Laying 15 against the Jags.
0: All right. How Two many units? units? Seven. Seven units. Two seven unit bits. Lay in 15. I mean, just look at Belichick's record against rookie quarterbacks. You think about Justin Herbert. um, I think that was last year. Yeah, it was last year. Uh, You know, completely shut him out uh, in L.A. Uh, You look at, you know, other quarterbacks that he's had success, young quarterbacks he's had success against, like Sam Darnold, um, Zach Wilson this year. Uh, You don't want to play Belichick as a rookie quarterback. So definitely lean New England as well. Just tough to lay that number. Campbell, what do you think about this game? Yeah.
2: The number makes it a clear stay away for me. Uh, I mean, we saw what kind of goofy stuff that the Jaguars do doing last week. Uh, feels like they don't take these games seriously anymore. And like you said, all Belichick knows how to do is shut down rookie quarterbacks. Like, this, this game is made for the Patriots.
0: Yeah, and they're coming off a loss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, And, I mean, Vegas is telling you right there what they think is going to happen. They're 15-point favorites. And the totals at forty-one, so you know this game has twenty-seven to three written all over it. Um, so we New England as well, but no pick from uh, Campbell or myself. I think we just lost Alex, but that's to be expected. That happens at least twice on every podcast. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wait for him to come back. But uh, you, I was want, to, you want to go to your third pick? Yeah, I'll go to my third pick. So um, from one double-digit to another double digit um i wish alex was here to make him make him proud but i'm gonna go to uh atlanta at buffalo and this is just a straight fade on atlanta and uh buffalo i know they're coming off of a huge win last week against new england but i talked about the motivation that buffalo has to win these last two uh home games against. i have returned <laughs> yeah,
2: glad glad you make
0: making it. An, yeah. uh, announced. Glad, glad you're here. We we didn't know you were back, so it's it's nice to <laughs> hear it uh, confirming by, by your voice. Uh, I was just <laughs> handicapping my third pick, so I was I was saying it, it would make you make you proud because I took a double-digit favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, That's I took Buffalo fun. Buffalo minus nice. fourteen. So Whoa. I'm gonna play fourteen with Buffalo. Uh, it's only gonna be a two-unit play. But um, Atlanta, you know, they're the phoniest 7-8 and eight team I've ever seen. Uh, they barely got by Detroit last week with a backup quarterback with a bunch of players out. Uh, so this is a huge step up in class for Atlanta. I think this number is actually a little light. I think it should be closer to 16.5 or 17. I think they're going to get their doors blown off. Um, I think Buffalo is going to ride a lot of momentum into the playoffs. I think that win in New England – was such a huge motivating and confidence-building win. I expect Buffalo to make some noise. Into the playoffs, play the 14 with Buffalo. Uh, I'm going to go back to DVOA again, guys. All right, so I'm looking at Atlanta's defense. 29th and pass DVOA, 25th and rush DVOA. So Josh Allen and whoever they decide to run at at the running back position, Devin Singletary, whoever it is, uh, they're going to have huge days against this. Phony Atlanta defense. Uh, Atlanta's done. Uh, I know they're still mathematically alive, but uh, we all know that they're phoniest seven and eight team this year. So, give me Buffalo minus fourteen. Any thoughts? I
2: mean, I think. At, I mean, I think you're on the right side of this. I think th- this game's not going to be close. I'm not. I don't have a play on it. Um, yep. I don't really like doing like these big favorite plays, so I try to stay away from them. But. Atlanta, I feel like he's been a fraud all season. Uh, they really have one weapon on offense in Pitts. I mean, you should, I, Patterson, he, he's come on this season, but I think you shut down Patterson, you shut down Pitts, they got nothing left. Like, they have no other options. Um, I think Josh Allen, he's going to just make plays left and right against that Atlanta defense. I don't think this game is going to be anywhere near a two touchdown game. I think it could be 21, 28 point game easily.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously the bills lost uh Tredavious white uh, a few weeks ago. That's a big loss for them, but I don't think Atlanta has enough uh, skill, has enough talent at the skill position of wide receiver to expose that. You know, you talked about them having pits and Patterson, they kind of use as a dynamic player. They have running back. Sometimes they have, they haven't met receiver. So I just don't think schematically they have enough to expose, uh, you know, Buffalo secondary. So uh, you Buffalo's had some dominating wins at home as well, like double digit wins. They blew out Carolina. Um, they blew out um, uh, Miami. They blew out Houston, um, Washington. And uh, so they've had some like big blowout wins at home. So they tend to play uh, better at home against, you know, inferior opponents and i I put atlanta in that class like i put atlanta in the same class as washington and um even houston uh and and miami i I think miami i think atlanta has just had a cupcake schedule um and they're the phoniest seven and eight team i've ever seen so uh buffalo minus 14 two units and then we're gonna go on to campbell for your third pick all right
2: so since everyone was doing their double digit. Pick, i might as well go to mine oh i'm gonna take the houston texans getting uh, it's down to 12 now it was at 13 15 <laughs> minutes ago but it's down to 12 so i'll take them at plus
0: 12 oh wow. i know what alex i know that reaction from alex i know what that <laughs> i know what that means
1: yeah that, this, that means i'm playing that means i'm gonna catch up on Camby. a lot of units on this one
2: this is just A fade on the 49ers, in my opinion. Um, I think Grappolo says that he's probably going to play, but with a UCL spring, uh, I mean, I think that's going to be kind of a hindrance to him. And if he doesn't play, I think that's going to be, just make this play even stronger. Uh, And Houston's been playing well the last couple weeks. I mean, they're riding a two-game winning streak. They're not the pushover that everyone thinks they are, and twelve points just seems really high of a spread for this game. Um, with all the injuries that the Niners have, and where with where Texans are right now, like this, I think this should be more closer to like a eight nine point spread than twelve. So I think I'm going to take the inflated spread and take all those points and sit nicely with a little. Uh, Let's go with a five-meter play on that.
0: Okay. It definitely is inflated. I I think it should be closer to ten, you know, ten and a half maybe. Um, So I definitely think it is inflated by a few points. Yeah, the Garoppolo injury was enough to keep me off of this game, even as a money line parlay. So, um, yeah, no real deal in this game. Uh, It's a straight pass for me. Alex, any thoughts on this game? Do you have a play on this?
1: I don't have a play on it. Um i do think i i would probably lean san fran just because they um you know long layoff houston off a win san fran desperately needs the game jimmy g is going to give it a go that kind of lets you know that the team knows they need it um you know i've been impressed with the houston's quarterback you know i really have um I think part of the reason why I would go against Houston, and, and this might be where me and Camby differ, is I think the Chargers are not that good. And I know Camby thinks higher of them than I do. But, you know, a stunning defeat of the Chargers, to me, it's like, yeah, the Chargers are through average. They can lose to anybody. So um, I would lean San Fran, but I'm not playing it either way. So my conviction is not as strong as Camby's.
0: All right, so I'm not sure if you guys could hear this, but um, David Culley is the head coach of the of the Houston Texans, and I w- I'm going to play a clip from a movie. And number one, I want you to tell me if you know what movie it's from, and then Ooh. number two, I want you to tell me if this is the speech that he gave after uh, the win against the Chargers last week. All right, you guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, there might be a.
1: All right, you guys, let's listen up. We won a game yesterday.
2: We win one today. That's two in a row. We win one tomorrow. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before.
1: (laughs) That's either uh, that's. I think that's either Major League or Bull Durham. Uh, One of those two.
0: Yeah. What did you say? Major
1: League. Is that what you said? I said. I said it's either Major League or Bull Durham. I think it's Major. It sounds like Major League. I think because that's the heart attack guy, right?
0: Yeah, if, if this was Jeopardy, I would have to say no because it's Major League Two.
1: Ooh, okay, no, yeah, that's wrong. I'm wrong. Different movie.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I give just, me
1: back to the minors with the Buzz.
0: That was a that's a very underrated movie for sure. It is. <laughs> I liked it. I I do think that was David Cully last week. So uh, nice. yeah, <laughs> they're on a winning streak. That's good. Cute. Yeah, they're doing pretty good. The uh,
1: you know, again, I I don't think much of the Chargers. So, Camby okay. does. So maybe he puts more in that Houston win than I do. But um. Yeah, I mean, of, I mean, that quarterback's playing great, you know, so. Even if they not. don't
2: get to, even if they don't get three in a row, they're not losing this game by more than 10. So, you're getting 12 points, I feel pretty confident.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have to look at level competition, you know, for Davis Wells, right, it's on David Davis Wells. Uh, beat Jack uh 31st and past DVOA. And then last week, um you know, they, they beat uh, the L.A. Chargers, which has – I think they have a better um, pass defense, so DVOA. I'm looking it up right now, and I can't find – oh, they're 23rd. So, you know, we'll see how, how he does against uh, a much better defense uh, this week. San Fran, well, although they're 20th in pass DVOA, so maybe we will have some success against them. Um, yeah, I mean, well, we'll see what happens. One of those games where it's a straight pass, uh, I don't have a feel one way or another, but the line definitely is inflated. So maybe that'll work to your advantage. I was really hoping, Alex, you go with San Fran. So like one of you guys would lose. So you know what I mean. Oh. Come on, we need some more head to heads with that Alex and Campbell, please.
1: Oh, you know, uh, you know, can't do it if I don't feel it, right?
2: I mean, we we had two head to heads last week against each other. Yeah. I I took the Colts. He took the I took the Colts game and he took the Raiders game. So we split them.
0: Yeah. All right. True. All right, Alex. Um. Give
1: us your third pick. Third pick, a game I love, 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 love. Going to go nine units on it. Got to play some catch up here. Not my best bet, not my best bet, but nine units. And once in a while, you have to you have to bet a bad team, folks. This is part of it. Sometimes you have to bet a bad team when you're almost laying the touchdown. But you got to know who you're up against.
0: I think I know who I'm is.
1: going with the Chicago Bears. Oh. It's Giants with a stick in that game next week. The Giants are right now the worst team in the NFL. I think anyone who watched that game last week would attest to it. Um, From Glennon, the offensive line. It's just the offensive unit is so bad that they're either going to punt seven times and a half or they're going to turn it over four times and a half. Scoring is not an option for what the Giants are going to do. They're not even on it. So go with the Bears in this game. I think the Bears feel good after that win last week. I think they'll come up again, to, you know, try to win two in a row. There's no reason for them to lose. The Giants have their first-round picks. So the Bears definitely want to win. Uh, it's in Chicago. I love the Bears. Uh, I see it's either six or six and a half. Which, uh, which one do you want to give me, Chet?
0: Yeah, we'll give you six. I see,
1: I
2: see six at DK. Yeah. All
1: right, so I'll do six. The Bears against the Giants. And whatever it is, next week, go against the Giants again. This is like the Chiefs. Like, I'm going to ride them, and I'm going to fade the Giants all all day. The Chicago Bears laying a near touchdown. That's how bad the Giants are. What are your thoughts, everybody?
0: You, you, you know what I realized about that? Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, you, you know, you're laying six points, and then you're doing nine units. You get it, like, 60, 69. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> you know, I thought that was you just
2: he set up a laugh? Guys, chat got, guys
1: got sound effects. Yeah, guys got I, sound effects. How, yeah,
0: how long did you I, figured, I, just, I didn't hear you typing. No, yeah, yeah I just figured, hey, and rather oh. than put it after the show, let's just do it as we're doing the show, so it's much <laughs> easier. That, that
1: effect is also how I feel every time the Giants have the ball on offense, so it fits.
0: It 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 does. Oh man, you know I kind of lean the Giants on this game. I don't, does does Chicago deserve to be laying six six and a half points against anybody? Right now, yes. against one team, <laughs> against. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean,
1: boy. here's what I'll say. They're dead. Look, the Giants are dead. The Giants have. They don't. I mean, last week they don't. I mean, Farm and Glennon they can't throw the ball ten yards. Like they're gonna turn it over. They can't run at all. Their entire O line was a practice squad outside of Thomas. Their yeah. third string right like, tackle popped his Achilles, so now they're on to like another guy off the street. I mean. For the five starting alignment for the Giants, we're not on the roster on Labor Day, September. Like, so, I mean, it's just, it's, it's too much to, to overcome. You know, Saquon's a shell. Everything's bad. And the thing is, like, all the Bears have to do to cover the six is get to 14 points or 13. The Giants aren't scoring a touchdown. Wow. The Giants haven't had a receiver
0: score a touchdown since week seven. Pretty bad, but don't underestimate the dramatic return of Mike Glennon to Chicago where he played. I think he was, oh, yeah. I don't know if he played more than two games, but Mike Glennon, <laughs> first Chicago, the revenge factor. Come on, you said it. Football is a game of emotion, Alex.
1: Glennon has no emotion, guys. That you have.
0: <laughs> oh boy, lean Giants, no no play on my part, Campbell.
2: Um... It's just, it's just a bad game. No. Yeah. um, two bad teams. Not really a game I even want to like, put my uh, thoughts into. It is Saquon
1: Barkley
2: first he team doesn't back. So sell...
1: put his thoughts is... into. He spent 15 minutes on Jaguars Jets last week, <laughs> 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 and you don't want to put your thoughts into it. Hey.
2: At least the Jaguars Jets put up points. Like this is, be, this is gonna be be a three nothing game. You got well, two that's... terrible offenses and no good quarterbacks to even like think about. Like Justin Fields is awful, Mike Lennon's awful, Saquon Barkley's awful, he's not gonna do anything. He's probably gonna tear his ACL again. Like
0: gonna...
2: it's just a bad, bad game
0: tough game because i mean you have one head coach who you know for a fact is coming back next year who isn't a good head coach and then you have on the <laughs> other <laughs> head coach and crazy. you're 99.9 percent sure is not coming back next year so do you want to back the team that you know has the head coach is going to be fired or do you want to back the team that can't score more than 10 points a week uh so it's an easy pass but um yeah yeah no i lean giants but i mean that's only because i don't believe chicago deserves to be laying on many points i think this should be closer to the opening line which is like around four four and a half i mean i know Foles is starting again and maybe that's an upgrade over fields i mean fields is pretty bad but i mean can Foles is like a good guy that can come in as he's like a good relief pitcher he comes in in the middle of a game that could i can you know maybe winning a game but do you want him starting every week at this point in his career i don't know And the Giants have a decent defense at least, but they're kind of riddled with injuries too. So easy pass. All right. Uh, So let's move on uh, to my fourth play. And I'm going to take us to – what's the name of their field? Is it Quest Field or is it Nissan Field? I think they renamed their stadium a few uh, years ago. But anyway, we're going to Seattle. All right. We're going to go to Detroit at Seattle. And uh, I'm going to lay the seven – I would like to get six and a half, and there are some six and a halfs out there. Would you guys please give me six and a half?
2: What game is this? I don't even know what game you're talking
0: about. I see a lot of. I see a lot of sevens.
1: I see a few six and a halves. <laughs> yeah, six and a half is six
0: and a half is locked in.
2: I'll, I'll give you six and a half. Because uh, I, I don't think that half points going to make a difference.
0: Okay. Oh, maybe he has Detroit plus seven, but I'm going to lay the <laughs> six and a half with Seattle. I'm going to buy into the Russell Wilson last home game hype. Um, the Vegas isn't stupid. Like, why is this line seven? Okay. Everybody watched last week. They saw the Seahawks lose outright as, um, a touchdown favorite to the bears. Okay. In the snow. Um, I'm kind of throwing at that game because of the weather. Seattle was up 10 points in the fourth quarter, and they they lost the game. Bad, bad loss. But Detroit, they played hard last week. Um, They played, obviously, hard the week before that, um, beating um, Arizona. And I I feel like Detroit is due for a letdown spot here. They played really hard the past two weeks. They they almost beat Atlanta last week, uh, but they lose in heartbreaking fashion. I think it's going to be tough for them. To put up another good effort the following week against a Seattle team. That is bad. They're five and ten. It might be Russell Wilson's last home game as a Seahawk. Probably will be. He's probably gonna go somewhere else like Denver next year. So um the fact that this line is still six and a half-seven tells me that Seattle's the right side. They're begging people to take Detroit as a public dog this week. Don't buy into it. Lay the six and a half with Seattle, even Seattle down. I think they're a great teaser option this week. Uh, Give me the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to put... I'm going to put five units on the Seahawks, minus six and a half. Thoughts?
2: I am not touching the game. I don't like... If I was, I would definitely go with the Lions. I think the Seahawks are done. I think... Oh, they're done. Russell Wilson is just counting down the days till he leaves. I don't think... There's going to be any effort put forth, even for the last home game. He just wants out. And I think the Lions play too tough uh, for Dan Campbell to let this game get out of hand.
0: Okay. All right. I, I, I'm just looking at this point spread, and uh, Detroit is going to be a huge public dog this week. I mean, if this line was like four and a half, five, at that weird kind of halfway point, then I'd be a little hesitant with the Seattle Seahawks. But the fact that this is hitting seven and multiple books, I mean, they're probably getting a ton of Detroit money, and they're going to get a lot of Detroit money from, you know, just casual bettors going into the weekend. They're going to be a huge public dog this week, and I I just feel like Seattle is is the right side.
1: line line opened at nine.
0: Yeah, it did. No, that's true. And I think that's just a case of the Sharps getting the best of the number. Sometimes it works in their favor. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah um sometimes you know the the point spread just adjusts like you look at the um the arizona dallas game and we'll get to that get to that a little bit later you know that line was two and a half before the games last week and it adjusted to five five and a half you know so the market sometimes has changed based on what happens so i think that was the case i don't think you know the sharps were rushing to bet detroit plus nine after last week you know so i think it was just the market adjusting Alex, any thoughts on this game, or are you going to go to your next play?
1: I, uh, I would go Seattle. I, def- I like where your head's at. Um, I think I've won every bet this year. I've gone against Detroit. Detroit's pretty bad. So, uh, no, Seattle is the right side of this. I think I think that's a good call. <laughs> I think that's it. My cat's going to break everything. I think that's a good call for you. Uh, Struggling over there. Again. Yeah. <laughs> my next one is what? Is this my fourth game coming up here or my fifth? Fourth. Fourth. Fourth, my fourth game, and it's time to bring out the big dogs. We're gonna go 10 units, not my best ten. bet. 10 10 10, ten. ten units. Bet. We're going, nope, not my best bet. Going 10 units on the LA Chargers. Wow, going against Denver. Oh, yeah, we're going in, men. We're going ham. Another game of Duloc playing. They said Bridgewater won't be ready. That's confirmed, right? That, that's not that's something I make then not... Then by far, Chargers bounce back game um, off a bad loss. They're going to get all their guys back off the COVID list. Love the Chargers in this game. Lay the wood. Ten units on it. Chargers, what do you think?
2: Uh, this is my ten-unit best bet. And I'm going and, with well, the char- I know
1: you're going with me. Yeah, I know I, I'm you, going with
2: the Chargers as well. This, could be, <laughs> uh,
1: this <laughs> is that seals it up. This is just a prime spot.
2: This is just a prime spot for the Chargers coming off a bad loss last week. Really, getting, wow. Like as you said, getting all their coronavirus guys back. Yeah. And I saw all I had to see last week with Drew Locke. I mean they couldn't score outside of the two possessions they started inside the ten yard line. So yeah. that's yeah, all. That's exactly. all. That's all I, I needed to see last week to know Fade lock.
0: How many units? Mm-hmm.
2: Charges all day. Uh, I'm going t- ten unit best bet. Oh,
0: Whoa, man! This could this could seal it up for me. If, if, if the de- if the Broncos cover or win, I'm just gonna do I'm just gonna do all one units next week.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that'll be entertaining. The <laughs> guys, play, guy's playing like the Price is Right with hypothetical money. he's right. going
2: with one unit, we'll be going 30 units
1: next week. Yeah, <laughs> Very true. Like, What am I down? It'll be 64 units. 64 <laughs> unit. Those aren't even units. They're just imaginary
0: numbers. We're
1: just... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, what do you think bet?
0: on the but game, yeah. Jeff?
2: I, I don't think this is going to be even a close game. I think the Chargers are going to come out with Revenge on their mind after such a bad performance
0: last week right, so let me just write this down so Denver money line <laughs> <laughs> uh no opinion on this game. I mean, the Chargers defense is so bad. I know they're getting bosa back uh they're getting the offensive reinforcements back, but um divisional games those are tough, those are usually always close, so no real feel in this game. Denver has a good defense um. No no opinion at all. Easy pass. Um, We'll see what happens. Go Drew Locke. (laughs) Uh, Have have fun with that. (laughs) All right. So uh, you got your fourth. I'm going to go to my best bet. And we are going to go to Arlington, Texas. The Arizona Cardinals of the Dallas Cowboys. And I am going to fade Dak Prescott and his calf. And his Anything else that's hurting him these days, I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals. I would like to get six. There is a six out there, but um, it's pretty much across the board, five and a half. So I'll take Arizona. Best bet, I'm going to lay 12 units. On the wow, Arizona 12. Spark, plus five and a half. Uh, that Colts game last week was pretty bad, but if you really watch that game, you know, with the missed field goals that put the Arizona defense in a tough spot, Indy getting... Um, both their touchdowns on third and goal, uh, those are really tough conversions that don't happen week to week. And, you know, the missed field goals, I look at them as turnovers, you know, Arizona certainly lost a turnover battle in that game and they still only lost by six points. So I, I think, I think you're going to get some motivation here. You know, the, the injury to Deandre Hopkins has definitely changed their, their offensive, I guess, uh, game plan and how dynamic their offense has been in the past, but I think Arizona, I think if they commit to the running game this week, and I think they could have some success against uh, the Dallas run defense, uh, Dallas number one in past DVOA, but they're 19th against the run. Uh, I think if Arizona commits to the running game, um, assuming those running backs are healthy, if they get either Edmonds or Connor back, I think they could have some real uh, success running the, running the football, keeping the Dallas offense off the field. Kind of tiring out that defense throughout the game. Uh, I think there's way too many points. Like the the opening line was two and a half, and I mean, look at Dallas's win last week. Okay, they beat the Washington football team, who were playing two games in five days. They played on Tuesday against Philadelphia, then they had to come back five days later and play on national TV against the Cowboys. Uh, that was the toughest of spots for Washington. Uh, so I'm not. I'm not putting much into that game from the Cowboys. You know, they always play well against Washington, especially at home, uh, and the terrible spot they were in. So everybody's kind of blowing Dallas now like they're back. Uh, (laughs) No, uh, tap the brakes on that, okay? Uh, Before that, they were talking about how you know the Dallas offense is sputtered. What's wrong with Dak? They're not going to go anywhere in the playoffs. And because they beat Washington, now they're the hottest team in the NFL. Give me, give me a break uh and it's not like arizona lost i know that detroit loss was really bad kind of slept walking that game after the loss to the rams i just i just think they didn't get up for that game they didn't really recover from the, the rams loss uh but colts are a good team you know so um i expect them to get up for this game five and a half points way too much best bet 12 units plus five and a half let's go
2: well, I think the one thing we could be assured of is you're not going to be playing just one unit bets next week because the Arizona Cardinals, the only thing that's going to be standing in the way of them in a five game losing streak is the hapless Seahawks next week. It's not going to be the wow. Seahawks, the Cowboys. Put your units where, Cow- you, where you're at. Cowboys is. are going to <laughs> dominate this game. Cardinals, <laughs> the units. Do it. Cardinals are an easy fade for the rest of the year.
0: Do it, do it, do it. Dallas might have. Uh,
2: i i don't have a play on this game
0: now
2: <laughs> um, so, um, unless blah. unless you want to give me a sixth play for the week just to put units on it I, but they're well, not my fifth play
0: if we're gonna do six games this week then I have to do a sixth game too if you're if you're down it. there's not eighteen games in the league guys we can't do six games we could do, yeah, six. We could do six games like the find another game
2: but no i'm not putting that or, I'm not
0: putting or a play
2: on is, this but
1: or we could have our teams. Dallas. This
2: week. Dallas. I have a good idea.
1: Wait, I have a good idea. Huh. Great idea. Okay. Okay. Camby gets the sixth game, but Chetty decides how many units he has to put on Dallas
0: <laughs> 45 <laughs> units. <Yeah. laughs> I love you,
2: you, you really want to put me that far ahead in the
1: league? <laughs> oh. Let's stick to five the podcast. Units up. where your mouth is. <laughs> five is good. So, yeah. All right.
2: I, uh, are you giving me the six six game? Mm-hmm. Well, we all get
1: <laughs> a six game. It's not just you. Then <laughs> we should so, all have-
2: Yeah, so anyway, um I, I don't have I'm not putting this as a play but Dallas it's Dallas. Not okay.
0: not even going to be close, I think. Wow. Okay. Not even close, Alex. I'm
1: with you on it. I'm, I'm I'm with you in terms of Arizona. You know, Dallas is like a, they're a roller coaster. You know, sometimes they look really good. Sometimes they get their shit pushed in by the Raiders on national TV, you know, and it's just it's a little perplexing. I, I'm totally with you where I put nothing into the game last week. Washington was, was dead from the start. Um, you know, Cowboys did a good job coming out hot. So then, you know, they went up two scores and Washington had one foot on the bus, but, uh, yeah, the thing is about Arizona, you know, since they lost D Hop, it's just hard for them to move the ball consistently. And I'd be worried about that in this game. But, um, I mean,
2: the Cardinals and yeah. the Giants are interchangeable to me at this point. That's <laughs> how on, bad fella. the Cardinals are right now. I think
1: Ky- Ky- Kyler Murray and Jake Fahm are the same guy. Fucking kidding the, me? the way
2: the way the offense <laughs> everyone, everyone turn guys.
1: off, Camby, Yeah, Chetty, can you mute <laughs> Camby the rest of the show? The Giants are the the Giants might be. Statistically, one of the worst offenses to have ever been in the Maybe history the of mankind.
0: I think Arizona is going to give Dallas trouble on defense this week. Arizona, really good against the run and the pass. Uh, well, I'll talking- tell you this. If Tyvon
1: Smith doesn't play, Cardinals got a pass rush. And, Ty- and you know, like I said, they made Lorenzo Carter look real good. If Tyvon Smith isn't going go, I would look for the courts to get to Dak a lot.
0: It does look like Tyron's going to play. He was limited in practice today, but they're optimistic he's going to play. So that is that That's a that,
1: big uh, get for them.
0: Yep. Go against I, the, I,
1: just, I
2: look forward to making up 12 games on this one game
0: alone. Woo! Everybody's talking about how Arizona's run defense has been so leaky ever since J.J. Watt was out for the year. But it, just look at last week against Indianapolis, okay? We all know the, the big run that Jonathan Taylor had. It was a 47-yard run, first, first run of the game. After that, he averaged under three yards a carry. So the Cardinals did a great job containing him. Um, it was just the, the missed field goals and the other things that happened in that game that caused uh, Arizona to go down by double digits until they kicked that field goal with about a minute left. But I think if, if the Cardinals can shut down the running game, uh, this secondary is not Washington. This secondary could take the ball away. This secondary can give Dak and the receivers trouble. I think they're a more physical defense. I think I do lean the under in this game as well. But um, I think the Arizona defense, and if they could run the ball on offense, I think they have a chance game not only to cover, but they could win, at, win this game outright. I really believe that. Okay. All right, let's um, go, to, go. Uh, let's go play. to Alex's fifth play. Here we go.
1: My fifth play. Your best bet. Fifth best bet. Fifth teen unit. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I hate doing it. And I hate doing games that aren't on Sunday. It pains me.
0: Oh no. It pains
1: me. And I gotta go to Monday. Gonna go with Cleveland against Pittsburgh. Cleveland in this game, 15 units, best bet of the week. Um I I Pittsburgh is dead. Dead. I mean, they're just there's nothing to them. Cleveland needs the game. Wide Cleveland. They're a better team anyway, and they match up perfectly to the Steelers. I mean, they're gonna harass Ben, and Ben is just no bueno, folks. I think he's got dead arm again, just like he did the second half of last year, but it's the worst team around him. So I'll go Cleveland. Uh looks like three and a half, do three and a half. Cleveland, fifteen units. Your thoughts, man.
0: That was gonna be my question for Campbell. Should we give him the three or it is
1: three and a half in draft? I will I will take three, but whatever you guys want to do. I'd
2: say three and a half.
1: Fair enough. Three and a half it is. Three and a half.
0: Yeah. Uh
1: Campbell. Um,
0: oh!
2: <laughs> I don't really have a thought one way or the other on that game. I think I
1: don't it's either. two
2: struggling teams. I think that game could go either way. Both teams need it just as bad as each other, like not, I don't really see much difference between the two teams to kind of pick one side or the other.
0: Yeah, I mean, surprisingly, both teams are still alive in the playoffs, more so the Browns than the Steelers. I mean, if the Browns win out, I believe they need the Bengals to lose one of their last two. But they play Cincinnati in week seven, in week uh, 18. So I'm looking up the, um, the uh, clinching scenarios for – um the Cleveland Browns because I do believe that they still have a decent chance. Um yeah, they have to win their final two games. Yeah, that's it. If if they win their final two, they're in. So there is a little bit more motivation from the Cleveland standpoint, but then you look at Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin's record as a home dog, pretty damn good. And then you have Big last home game, you know, as a stealer, as a player in the NFL. I mean, that's enough to kind of just past this game. Um, one advantage Cleveland does have, you know, second in DVOA in, in running the football. And Cle- and uh, Pittsburgh, on the other end of that stick, they're 30th in rush DVOA. So, might be another big day for, for Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt. They get some action as well. So, um, if you can run the football, you saw it, Cleveland against Green Bay last week, you'll, you'll have a chance to win the game. So, lean Cleveland, but... um I lean the under as well, but I'm not gonna have a a play in this unless you want to do a six game Campbell. I'll, I'll take the under. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah. I think I think it'll we'll settle for the five.
0: Fifteen. Can you can you, can you say that uh, like Billy Bob, Alex? Fifteen. uh count it doesn't 15. work. Ten so
1: 15. <laughs> fifteen. Is that okay? Is that, that right? I don't know.
0: Yeah, ten, ten sounds better, but uh it, it'll it'll have to do for now. That's fine. Fifteen units. Uh, so um, teaser section. Uh, I'll go first. I, I didn't do a fifth game yet. Oh, that's right. Oh, you did your best. You wanted to time.
1: give him. You wanted to give him a sixth one. He didn't even give him a fifth.
0: <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to <laughs> save the loss so he still stays in the yeah. race.
2: Uh, I'm gonna close out the game with not with a, not as big of a play as the rest of these. Uh, it's going to be just uh, – let's go with a seven-unit play. Uh, I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts laying six-and-a-half points against the Raiders. Um, I'm banking on Carson Wentz coming back and being ready to play Sunday. I know it's a risk, but I think that he, it's more likely than not he's going to play. And I just think the Colts uh, – the Colts offense – with Jonathan Taylor, has been clicking, and he is just running teams over, and the Colts have been playing hungry. I think uh, the Raiders are kind of dead in the water, and the Colts should win this game easily. Six and a half points, keeping it under a touchdown, I think definitely the right side of the play there, so give me the Colts for seven units.
0: All right. Yeah, I mean, I just heard today um, Darren Waller Place an IR out for the rest of the season. Not that that's a huge, uh, you know, uh, indication with this line because I was probably already fast. I mean, looking at the point spreads out there right now, six and a half, pretty much unanimously. There are a few books that still have it at like two and two and a half. So I don't know if they're just like waiting for the news to come out or they actually took the game off the board. I I don't know. But if it's pretty much at that six and a half, seven range, then they're banking on. Wentz uh, being able to play for this game on Sunday. Um, Alex, do you have any comment on this game? Colts
1: are a really good team. Colts are really good. Um, I'm with Camby on it. Uh, Only reason I didn't play is because the Carson Wentz factor. You know, you don't want to wind up with a different quarterback on Sunday. I think he's going to go because now it's just like a concussion test. Players can lie, right? So, like, if you hit day five, all you have to do is say, I don't feel anything and you're in. No more testing, no more nothing. So, he's gonna play. You know, it's not like he's gonna come in Sunday and say, I don't feel well. He'll just lie if he doesn't. So, um, I think Wentz is gonna play, and um, you know, Colts are good. Colts are gonna, Colts are gonna beat up on the Raiders. I, I, I'm with Camby here.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at the, the COVID uh, situations uh, with each team, I think it's important to note that, you know, and I'm just paraphrasing, but if a player comes up positive and they recover and they're considered negative at some point, they can't test positive for it again, if it's uh 90 days or above. So if you're looking to back a team into the playoffs and you're worried about oh, this player might come up positive, you know, a day before the game uh, you might want to look at teams like the Colts and teams like the chiefs that just had key players that had COVID and came back and now they're negative and they're going to be available for the playoffs. So uh that might be something to look into. Um well
1: they don't even need to test negative anymore.
0: Right. Now it's just a five day no,
1: that's the end of it. Now it's just five days you're back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um but even let let's say you know it happens on a Thursday or a Friday. You know, then yeah. obviously yeah. that would be a problem being that you know playoff games are on Saturday as well. Um so you know just something to consider moving forward. All right. So that was our final uh, pick of the week. Uh, this should be very interesting. I'm going to go to my teaser, and I'm just going to kind of piggyback on one of the games. I'm going to tease Seattle down uh, to a pick. Uh, get him through uh, key number of. We didn't really go through seven. But going through six and three, and then I'm going to tease. And obviously, I'm banking on Taysom Hill coming back to this game, and he was taken off the COVID list uh, today. So I'm going to tease the Saints down from minus seven and a half to minus one and a half. Uh, Carolina, they're done, completely done. Uh, I don't even think Matt Rule should come back next year. Uh, but the Saints, you know, they put up a good fight defensively against Miami. If they have a competent quarterback in that game, that's, that's a field goal game. It could go either way. So uh, the Saints clinging on to playoff hopes. It's not likely, but at least uh, you need to slow down out there. Uh, at least the Saints have something to play for, uh, knowing that they have still a glimmer of hope to make the playoffs. So, uh, Seattle pick Saints minus one and a half. Who wants to go for their teaser next?
2: Uh, so, I'm going to kind of piggyback off Alex's pick. He convinced me about the Chicago Bears. Yes. So I'm gonna, tease, he's gonna. I'm going to tease the Chicago Bears down from minus six to a straight pick and I'm going to team them up with, I think, the easiest bet of the week, the Chargers, teasing them down from six and a half down to just oh, negative point heel. five. That was
1: gonna, what a heel. That was going to be my teaser. Now i got to change mine.
2: <laughs> so I'm going to go Chicago and Chargers. Basically, all all each has to do is win the game. Easy easy tease you. All
0: right, All right. There's pick. Chargers, half a point. Uh, with the – Unlikely event that the Broncos Chargers game ends in a tie. You know, speaking of ties, I think it's remarkable that of all of our picks this year, none of us pushed with the game. No push. No, no push. Zero pushes. That is extraordinary. That's hard to do.
1: It is. I mean, we're either really right or we're really fucking wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even really fucking right. So,
1: Damn I'll, right. I'll take that all day.
0: Alex, teaser. We know the Bears are in it. Who else?
1: Bear, Bears, I can't get the Bears out of it. So
0: the Bears are in,
1: um, automatic. I'm gonna go. Bear, I'm gonna go. Bears, Browns, the B and B connection. I'll take the Browns plus. Uh, this gets me up to nine and a half. No, I'm sorry. They're gets crazy. me to get laying, a half. laying two and a half.
2: No, you're getting getting two and, and a half.
1: I'm bad at math. I'm plus two and a half. I'm not doing the Browns. Get off the Browns. Get off the game. I'm on. I'm changing. It. I'm changing. It. I'm going to go ahead and Chetty <laughs> convince me. Chetty <laughs> convince me, and I will take the Cardinals plus 11. Oh, oh. Okay. That's what I'll do. Cardinals, Bears.
0: Cardinals, Bears. All right. What other animals can we get in from this teaser? <laughs> well, um, it is funny. I am... Eagles, Seahawks.
2: All right, so- I didn't think you were better off with the Browns there. Your math cost you a teaser win. What?
0: Arrow? <laughs> <He's zero? laughs> Who cares if you get plus two and a half? You gotta get what you pay for, man.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, so um, I mean, we could just do some quick uh, look aheads. Week eighteen. Anything catch your eye? Obviously, a lot of games might not mean anything, but
2: mm, let's take a look.
0: A lot of divisional games in week 18 at this point. That's the way it's always set up. Um, look at a situation like um, New England, Miami. That could be for a playoff spot. Can you believe that there's actually a situation where the Dolphins could win the two seed? <laughs> that's crazy. After being one and seven. Uh, Bills being... are
2: laying 17. Yeah, against the Jets. Wow. Yeah.
0: I think that's what it should be against Atlanta. I think they're pretty. Uh, Do You have any thoughts on the big... Bucks
1: laying the big spread against the Jets this week? We didn't get into that game.
0: Yeah, I was close. Um, Tampa, I was close.
2: I actually had Tampa in my teaser until Alex convinced me to switch to Chicago.
0: Nice.
2: I was I was going to tease them down from twelve and a half down to six and a half, get them under that touchdown. But
0: yeah, I think the Jets. I think the Jets are bad. I mean, that. Why
1: aren't all the games at three next week? Oh, do The game's supposed to be at three next week. Is that normally what they do? I don't think so. No, when They got out. they they got off that.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Here's, the line I
2: don't, here's a line. I don't understand for next week. Kansas City only laying three against the Broncos.
0: Yeah, I mean that could be a situation where the game doesn't. Kansas buy. City's locked locked up yep. the buy already. Is that what they're banking on? They better not, because that means Miami eight. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the only way it happens so well, i'll tell
1: you this i'll tell you this washington laying four better the century lock that in
0: washington minus four.
1: Oh yeah against the giants lock that in automatic
0: there's a kansas gate. city automatic draft positioning uh, um dallas at philly is an interesting one because you know there's a situation where dallas could still get the the one seed and there's also a situation where Dallas would have nothing to play for in that game. And that could be a situation where Philly need. And there's a scenario where Philly, that game means nothing to them. So th- that game is interesting. But the fact that it's three and a half tells me that uh, it's, it's going to mean something to, to one of those teams. I just... 16
1: and a half Buffalo seven. Man. I feel like I would take the jets plus 17. <laughs> And that's sick. Right. Like... and they have the Colts laying eight and
2: a half to the Jaguars. Are you saying the Patriots are a touchdown better than the Colts with the Patriots laying fifteen this week to the Jaguars?
1: I like... think the Pats are gonna
2: kill the Jaguars this week. Well, I do too. But I feel—I just feel like if you're gonna have the Patriots laying fifteen to the Jaguars, having the Colts lay eight is very
0: low. I feel either. I know a game seems a little low to me, and this game might not mean anything, but um, the Chicago-Minnesota game, Chicago's only laying six. Uh, I know, I Minnesota's th- laying six. Minnesota's laying six, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, that game might not mean anything. Obviously, Minnesota loses to Green Bay, they're out. But by some chance, and Minnesota does win that game in Green Bay, and they beat them earlier in the year, um, that could mean something for Minnesota. But I'm just surprised that it's not at least seven. Seven with the hook, so it's a little light. Maybe that's saying Minnesota's not going to win. What I'm hoping for next week is a lot of playoff games.
1: Right now, the only one I really think is lining up that way is Cleveland-Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Dallas-Philly, I guess, could have a lot going on.
2: Dolphins-Patriots.
1: Yeah, uh, Dolphins. Dolphins have to win this week, though. I believe... That's why why it's going to be
2: Dolphins-Patriots.
0: I need to look at Cincinnati to see what their clinching scenario is because I'm pretty sure if Cincinnati beats the Chiefs, then they lock up the division. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. If the Bengals beat the Chiefs and the Steelers lose to the Browns, then the Bengals clinch a division. So If
1: those two results are different, if they both flip, do the Browns have a play-in game next week?
0: Yes. Yes. If the
1: Chiefs – Yeah, I think that's how it's going to go.
0: Yeah. If the Chiefs beat the Bengals and the Browns win next week, if the Browns beat the Bengals in the last week of the season, they are the AFC North champs.
1: See, that makes me even like my bet more because I think the Chiefs are going to beat the, the, the uh, Bengals, so the Browns are going to be wearing a go on Monday night. That'll
0: be a good one. I think so. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Don't count out the Browns yet, man. You know, they took Green Bay woodshed. They, they should have won that game. Um, the only pr- concern I have is that the Browns put a ton of effort into that game against Green Bay. You know, what what a tough way to lose. You know, you're driving for the game-winning field goal, just demoralizing. So, it's tough to back the Browns in that spot. But they do have the motivation, more so than Pittsburgh so it's going to be interesting. All right, any All right. thoughts? If not, we're going to call it a night, and then we're going to see what happens on Sunday. No Thursday or Saturday games anymore. This is it. Thank God. Uh, final start. thought. Wait, I need uh, – oh, okay. I had
1: a note to is, bring up.
2: Uh, my final thought is uh, tough loss this other day. Uh, rest in peace, John Madden, For many years of – Great video game fights between all of us.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> a, lot, a lot of weakest link playing. Uh, was a- uh, I just saw, I just saw a good tweet um, that I texted in our little group chat, and uh, Mike Mike responded with a middle finger. It said, "John Madden is the reason that every thirteen year old boy is better at time management than Mike McCarthy."
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's it's, it's sadly true. It really is. And I'm thinking (laughs) Coach Mike McCarthy our best friend. Yeah, it it may coach Mike McCarthy, but our Mike McCarthy took offense to it. (laughs) There he did. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Madden was the reason why I got into the NFL in the first place. His voice was synonymous with the NFL. He's always going to be a huge part of the game of football. And just always remember, football is 80% mental. And 40% physical.
1: <laughs> right. I have
0: one more point to bring up, everyone. Yeah. Okay.
1: I would be remiss if on a Bet with Chet podcast about betting football, we didn't at least lightly touch on the final four of the college football playoffs. Do you have any leans there, Camby? <laughs> it is Friday, um, after all. The final four. I guess I should look at what the spreads are real quick. It is Bama Lane thirteen, Georgia Lane seven and a half. Um, I mean,
2: it's hard not to go at all all SEC matchup there. Yeah, um, I, I really like. It's hard not to go at the all SEC matchup, but for the sake of, I mean, obviously I'm rooting for Cincinnati in that game against Alabama. It's not yeah. going to happen, but. As a fan, Cincinnati
1: Cincinnati into. has the fate of all non power fives for the next decade in their hands because if they get yeah. smoked, they're never get letting this team in again. This is their one um, shot. A lot of pressure on Cincy to at least be close.
0: Alex, so, what was I think... you wanted me to end the podcast with. What was that? What was that song you wanted me to end the podcast with? Remember we were texting?
1: Oh, Creed Higher. No, I said I wanted you to open with it when we reviewed open. our winning scores.
0: Okay, sorry. Yeah. Go on. I was gonna Ship his I, I,
1: I really do think
2: <laughs> though that Michigan might be able to make a game out of this in Georgia. I do so too.
1: Yeah, I think I wouldn't. I, do, I, just, I wouldn't be
2: surprised if Michigan covers that seven and a half.
1: Yeah, I mean Georgia's defense is incredible. I think, uh, you know, best on best though, like Georgia's D against Michigan's always such a mismatch because Michigan's offense isn't that great. Yeah. So you know, I just wonder if Georgia's going to turn them over, or sack them, or just dominate that unit so much. That you know by I the second H- half, it's a little
2: overwhelming. I think Hutchinson, I think Hutchinson could. Oh, he can wreck make make oh, too. He, oh, he
1: can. Oh, he can. So it'll be fun. That game's clearly, I mean, they put that one at eight because they know what the Bama Cincy game's probably going to be. So, yeah. It'll be fun. I think we're getting an SEC matchup. But if, if Bama smokes Cincy, then I'll probably in my heart be rooting for Michigan just so we don't see that. Right. Because, but of the four, I love Bama to win the whole thing.
2: Yeah, I, I did too, but yeah. go
1: Cincinnati. Hey. There you go. I agree.
0: Totally agree. He yeah. says <laughs> Ch- Chetty <laughs> hasn't
1: watched college football since NCAA football 2007.
0: That was a great, great game. <laughs> it's coming back. It is. I'm excited. First time since 2014. Two summers away. Yeah. Go. It's about time. Get the fans yeah. with it.
2: And I, since I, since- Okay. Oh, here, here, here's my uh upset pick of the week. Cincinnati wins by COVID forfeit.
1: Yeah. Oh please, if you think Saban <laughs> hasn't thrown out every nasal swab in that state by now, forget <laughs> it. Forget you can't get a nasal swab within five miles of the Alabama hotel. No shot. <laughs> like, like those guys ain't getting tested no more.
0: <laughs> uh, well, with that being said, before we leave, uh Tonight's podcast, I just have three words for you. Oh, it's Seth Rollins,
1: reference. Oh yeah. Hey. Oh hey. You know what? Maybe we should do an emergency pod on Saturday for Day One, Chet.
0: Yeah, the pay per view.
1: Oh man, you haven't been watching. Yeah, man, the pay per view Day uh, One.
0: I don't. What is a WWE? I don't even know. Bach
1: against Bach against Roman Reigns. Come on. Oh, and. They're man. fighting
0: for Paul Heyman. Oh man, Paul Heyman, it's crazy. Let me, <laughs> I'll set my audibles first and then I'll do it. <laughs> Ever tell you about the story about when Hendrix played Douai in Madden back in like 2005? No, uh, DeWi and I were hanging out at the friend's house. Hendrix, comes I was, I was, I was at, I was at that too. I remember this story. Yeah, we were playing that, and Hendrix walks in, and like Hendrix is not a video game guy, Like, he does not play video games, and I was like. Hendricks, play Dwight and Madden. Come on, just do it one time. And I finally convinced Hendricks. He's like, fine, I'll play Dwight and Madden. So uh, Hendricks and Dwight, you know, this is when Dwight was like the cheat version of Dwight. He would like know all the glitch plays and everything. and He'd like score on every drive. So they're playing, you know, Dwight gets the ball first. He goes downfield in like a minute and scores a touchdown. He scores a touchdown. Hendricks presses pause on the controller. And he's like, oh, hold on, Dwight. I got to set my audibles. And then... <laughs> And Instead of no, uh, instead of going no, to, instead you got of this whole story wrong. No, that's what I, he said. I'm going to set my audibles, <laughs> and then he just dropped the controller and walked out. You, you got this whole story wrong. What?
2: <laughs> what? Hendricks happened? got the ball. Hendricks got the ball. Ran a wide receiver reverse for a touchdown. Went up seven nothing on July, Paused the game. Said I have to set my audibles and quit while he was ahead. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> When, yes, That was when no. Hendrix and I played Hend- Mike and Dwight. Hend- Hendrix
2: were in a wide receiver reverse on Dwight. I remember this perfectly.
0: No way. No, I remember because yes. Hendrix and I, we played Mike and Dwight. We did two-on-twos in the first play of the game. I remember we were the Giants and they were the Jaguars. We went a wide receiver reverse on the first play. And Hendrix was running and I was like, Hendricks, what are you doing? And then all of a sudden he like makes a couple jukes and he goes for a touch. And I'm like, Hendricks, go, go, go. <laughs>
2: I thought that – I'm pretty sure that was the game he was playing one-on-one with Dwight.
0: This will be confirmed at the wedding next week. This is a question that has to be asked to get the true uh, version of this story. But I'm almost positive. <sighs> I, like, embarrassed – I don't think you were there, Campbell. I really don't. But Dwight scored really quickly and then Hendricks was like, oh, hold on, I got to set my audibles. And he just threw the controller down and walked out of the garage. <laughs> <laughs> good times. 2004, 2005. Those are good times. Uh, yeah, that's when we all peaked. Yeah, no, really. We, we did. It's all downhill. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, with those motivating words, we are going to leave you uh, going into week 17. Who's going to come out on top these next few weeks? And then we'll explain the uh, playoff scenarios next week and the playoff, I guess, uh, rules for our pod to see who's going to uh, win uh, going into the Super Bowl. So, with that being said, if you guys don't have anything to add, we'll call it a night, and we'll see you next week. Bet the Bears. That was good. Fade
2: the Cardinals.
0: Great. Plus 12, baby.
1: (laughs) See you guys later.